Shut up and sit down. Your legs just seem to be turning on their own, and you know you're going at a good speed without having to chase it yourself. Some days it's there, some days it's not. Some days you get on, and you actually have to push on the pedals, and it doesn't feel pleasant at all. Winning is a reward you receive when you have put in the hard work, when no one is watching. Winning is for champion attitudes and champion hearts. Confucius said one time, he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. And now, your super illustrious dialed podcast hosts, Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hepler, and Jake Von During. Please enjoy our little dog and pony show. Thank you. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Von During, and today I'm here with Matt Legrand. What is up, ladies and gentlemen <laughs> of the internet? How are you guys today? I, I'm going to speak I for them. They're awesome. They are fantastic. How many cups of coffee has Matt had? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate, but... That's Excellent. <laughs> I deal with being, you know, dealing with kids all day, so oh, like you're awake and ready I'm to like, go I'm like, oh, right now, adult right? conversation. This is awesome. And that next voice you hear, that is Mr. Evan Price. Yeah, I'll be the kid you have to deal with on here, oh, so I'll no. be super immature today. How's it going, everybody? <laughs> oh, good. And to Evan's left and to my right... Mr. Lance Hepler. Lance Romance in studio. <laughs> Lance Romance. Yes. In studio. In International. Studio. Say that one more time. Lance Romance in studio. Oh, well, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Dr. Lance hold Hepler. On. Lance Romance. <laughs> Lance Romance. <laughs> International man of mystery, man about town. Lance Romance. Lance No Pants. Lance Romance. Last Chance. Lance Romance. Lance Romance in the house. Super Genius. Lance Hepler. Lance Romance. Lance Romance. Lance Romance. Puffy Pants Lance. Lance Romance. Lance Romance in the house. Oh my gosh. Okay. You're welcome. No. Somebody's had too much time. <laughs> that on their is hands. so awesome. <laughs> I, am I bright red? I, I like feel it. like I'm bright red. He's right looking very now. tan. He's looking very tan right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh. That was it. I couldn't resist. I'm uh, sorry. It's, it's good because it's the best intro. I mean, it's by far. The, that's like, just. I feel like the podcast is not even. I mean, wouldn't people wouldn't even listen if there wasn't some sort of like Lance Romance reference? I mean, yeah. it's very important to the, the success of the, the podcast. The quality of that intro compared to me and Matt's intro is just not even. No, we're not even in the. That's a, we're not even in the same sport. But, but, but the listeners are just like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry yeah, up, get to get Lance, to Lance, get to Lance. Lance. You know? So I think that's important for us to. He has know. to be last from now on. We have yeah. to build. Yeah. It's a big crescendo. Uh, <laughs> I will add that to our Facebook page as an MP3 <laughs> that y'all can download Good. and That's my save ringtone. that as your new ringtone. That's my ringtone. Yeah. That's yeah. ringtone. <laughs> and if you know Lance and he is in your phone, I... <laughs> Better see yeah. you downloading that, and putting that in there. That would be good. And then I'll just be, I'll just be like, Lance, please call me. Yeah. <laughs> of all of our listeners in like France and Ireland and all those places with Lance Romance ringtones. Okay, okay. I'm happy. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna. What use are we it. talking about now? <laughs> good times. Good times. <laughs> all right, guys, let's kick off our weekly back pedal. Uh, Matt, get us started, buddy. Sure. Yes. Um, let me think. Um, we. 
we, you know, we did a little training and um, went snuck out on some roads and stuff like that. Let's think. Um, what have I done? I, I, I talked like on one of the podcasts, maybe a couple times, like podcast or two ago, I talked about having like this smart helmet. So I, um, I slapped that bad boy on and it's got like little speakers that do not sit in your ears, Lance. So you do not have to wear headphones, ah. do not have to cover your ears, <laughs> but you can still rock out to your music. And Wait, seriously? Uh, yeah, seriously, I'm, I made a video about it. It's coming out around when this podcast comes out. So, yes. uh, oh, I'm, or at least I'm working on a video. So hopefully it'll be out about the same time as the yep. podcast. Yep. And, uh, it's pretty cool. It's like super smart helmet from the future. And um, I really liked it because of the music part, because I'm so used to not listening to music when I ride yeah. for safety, which is what Lance mm -hmm. should do, Yes, which he is, won't. He won't do it. He'll ignore me. Yes, but, uh, but, the <laughs> but the helmet's great because, you know, you, I, I think I only did like 20 miles or something like that, but I was just absolutely giving 100% because I was like just jamming to some music. And you, yeah. and you can still like, like hear jumping like what's curbs going around and you. stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could I could hear for the most part. I think it is still a little bit distracting. But I mean your ears are open. So, yeah. so that's good. You may have already said it, I'm sorry. Is yeah. it a bone conduction it's, sound or something along those lines? That's what they say it is, but to me it looks like little speakers that just sit at your jawline. So yeah. okay. I mean I, you know, when I was reading about it, I was like, oh, this is high tech. It like the audio goes into your bone and it's magical. And it's like, <laughs> no, they just put some little speakers on the chin, on the chin strap. <laughs> right. So I'm like, okay, well, but I do like the helmet a lot. And then it has some lights on the back and I thought it did some other stuff, but it's, Does uh, it have like a disco lighting to the music. It's like, that'd be cool. Bum, and bum, turn signals bum, on bum, the bum, back. Bum. <laughs> I thought it was going to have turn signals on the back because it has like left and right lights, but it doesn't work as turn signals. They just, you can turn them on or off. Uh -huh. It has another mode called auto, which I don't know what that means. I think it's like, if it's dark out, it lights up or something. And then it has a microphone kind of like um, on the front of the helmet, like what? kind of where a visor would be if you had a mountain biking helmet, but it's like right in the helmet on the front. I'm pointing to the brim of my hat uh, <laughs> on the podcast, but you guys can't see that because we don't have video. But, not uh, yet. Not yet. Uh, but anyway, so um, I did take a phone call and there, you was know. It, was it with the team car? Was Bralford's uh, <laughs> calling into you? Yeah, was, you know, I mean, ignoring was, the babysitter. Yeah, <laughs> the, not now. Yeah, not now, babysitter. <laughs> not now. Um, yeah, so Garrett and Froome and I were on like a little conference call, and, uh, <laughs> and, you. and you know, they were complaining about the wind noise of the on the microphone. But I think it's, you know, I think it's pretty cool. Um, when I talked to my buddy, he didn't even notice like that I was wearing a helmet or whatever. So I think it's, you know, you could pretty much just wear it all the time. Take, oh, take your nice. phone calls. Fun. Yeah, that's yeah, the way the yeah. future as a cyclist is. You're I, just a cyclist all the time now. Yeah, just wear a helmet and your in your tight <laughs> tight fitting clothes. Have all Have little times. clips to like fold into nice shoes. Yeah. It's like boom, there you go. And so, so uh, additionally, for my back pedal, we um, both Evan and I uh, participated, and I say participated because. <laughs> Racing is such a strong word, but uh, it, was, it was for that. that it was <laughs> um, it was this race called the PDX Triathlon, PDX you know for Portland, uh, PDX Triathlon, and it was held in this Blue Lake Park, and the Blue Lake itself was um, closed to swimming uh, because there was I think algae blooms, and there I think yeah. they're the, the, it's warm enough here now that we have we you know we have lots of issues with different lakes around the area. And they shut down the whole lake. There's nothing the race director could possibly do, right? No. It's like this. No. I mean, you'd be crazy to have people swim in this lake when, you know, they're saying don't swim in the lake. Uh, I mean, <laughs> everyone could have gotten sick. They also, like, so, legally shut down the lake. Like, yeah, there's, yeah, it, was, it, it, it wasn't even a call by the race director. Right. It was just it's out of, it's out of her hands, right? So, mm -hmm. um, so 
no swimming. And what I had signed up for, because my legs have been bugging me, uh, I had signed up for the aqua bike. So <laughs> you were just gonna swim and bike. I was gonna swim and bike, <laughs> okay. right? And because I, um, my calves have just been bugging me, so. So that's what I had signed up for. So then, you know, you get this email, like, I don't know, the day before the race or whatever, and it's like, yeah, 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 we can't swim. So we took everyone, the triathletes and the aqua bike people, and we threw them in the duathlon. So I'm like, all right, I, you know, whatever. Biggest duathlon ever. Yeah. That, that was a massive duathlon well, start. Well, it still wasn't that big, because if you think about it, there was... Um, you know, some of the races at that venue are significantly bigger. This is kind of That's like true. A, this Blue Lake Triathlon. Yeah, huge, yeah, Blue Lake one's bigger, and then in this race, I'm I don't know. What do you think? There was like 300 people or something. That's a good question. Yeah. Was it a mass start know. or was it a wave start? They had a sprint and they did a sprint start. And the way they did yeah. that was they had them run a mile and then get on your bike, which I've seen other, yeah. you know, I've seen Just other races do the same thing. spread it out a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and then for the duathlon, they had them do 5K, 40K, 10K. Um, so, yeah. so for running, I was like, yeah, no. I'm, you know, so <laughs> then they were like, okay, but if you're doing the aqua bike, you can skip the last 10K. So I was like, okay, all right, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe I'll be fine. And uh, and and before the race, I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna walk jog the 5k or whatever." But secret, what you end up running? I, I forgot to ask it you. Ba- it was really bad. Um, I think it was almost 30 minutes in the 5k. That's what I told you to do, though. I know. That's okay. I know, but like, I, I've run twice that fast. Oh <laughs> yeah, or no, literally, half, literally, I've run literally half that, half that speed. So it's <laughs> actually even less. Have you gone? So <laughs> what scares me is it's like, oh, like I don't. I don't want to be out there. And I, my cats were killing me. Like they were like cramping and tearing and stuff like that. And so I was really in pain. And, you know, I finished that. I got on the bike and, and, you know, and I was really far back. Like, it was it was interesting. Like, we talked on one of the podcasts about getting, like, chicked and grandma chicked or whatever yes. it is. <laughs> right. And this is running. Like, grandma chicked. You guys got chicked. I got grandma chicked. Grandma chicked. Yeah. So, <laughs> but so, so that's what was going on on the run on the first 5K. I was running and I was like, wow, there, you know, I'm with some... <laughs> you know, <laughs> some different, you know, folks or whatever. And there's, I mean, there's totally, I have no problem with that. But part of me is like, I was a collegiate runner. I should be able to, you yeah. know, keep up with the, you know, moms of five kids that are out <laughs> here, just, you know, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and I just couldn't do it. I was hurting so bad. Yeah. But then you get on the bike. But you weren't even going to run originally. So that's okay. No, I really, and I, I kind of, some slack. I wish I hadn't run to be honest. Like, cause you know, now I'm like another week from recovering from this calf thing. Cause I've had this before and it just takes a little bit of time and then I start back up and I'm fine usually, but it's, it's frustrating. And then, uh, I got on the bike and you start immediately just like passing people, which is kind of a fun way to race because you're, you know, you're coming by people, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty well and stuff like that. And, uh, I, you know, I got to the, the bike rack when I first got off the run and I was like, okay, I, I figured I would be the first aqua bike person because I do have like a collegiate running background. Like I should be, you know, of the people that don't want to run, I should be kind of towards the front of that group. And, uh, nope, there was like, <laughs> the bike rack was like empty. So I was thinking to myself as I was, I was, you know, biking the 40 K, I was like, I actually need to Gotta pick, make up. Time. I need to pick yeah. up, pick off whoever the people were that, you know, like did the aqua bike and beat me on the run. So it was super weird. And I was somehow, I somehow turned into this competitive mode where I was like, I actually need to pick up the pace. <laughs> um, so it's I pushed, to pushed the bike. I knew, I, know. I, I knew, I, I, I knew you would do that. Like, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go and just race the aqua bike. It's yeah. like, no, no, but that's I mean, not just going to go and just well, race something. Well, I mean, even though there's like almost that, that, that event is not very competitive. It's, there's a lot less people doing it and the people that are doing it are just, you know, 
whatever for whatever reason, maybe they're older, whatever it is, they're just, you know, it's just not as competitive of a division or whatever. Mm-hmm. I still want to win. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to get second or third or whatever. And and I was just like, every person I was passing on the bike, I was like, maybe this person's in their race. Like, maybe this person's the aqua bike person. I kept looking up, and it was like, and I just worked my way through the fields where I was probably in the top, I don't know, like 10 or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe this person is the person that I need to pass. <laughs> so I was like absolutely hammering. And the other thing that's nice about finishing on a bike ride is there's 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 no reason to oh, hold just back. Just hammer right? yourself. Just yeah. lay it yeah. out. So I was putting, yeah. putting like 400 watts down, and I was like, I have to pass this one person like before the finish of the bike, you yeah. know, as normally, like when you do a triathlon, you're like, no, just cruise or whatever, because you get on the run and you can take over and you have plenty of time or whatever. Yeah. And you don't want to put out, you know, more watts than you should because right. you're, you want your legs fresh to run. And it's, it's, I do really enjoy being able to like finish the bike ride hard. Kind of like any bike race that we do, yeah. right? Yeah. Where it's like you f- you finish and you're like, I gave it everything I had. Yeah. It's like doing an actual time trial. Yeah, and I do. I, I sometimes think it's like, oh, we do all these these um, triathlon races and we do, you know, all these little bike segments in there, but we never hammer. Yeah, yeah. You never like more. feel yep. like you give it a hundred percent on the bike. This is why anybody who asks me to like, how do I get faster as a triathlete on yeah. you know with right. my bike split? You have to ride with cyclists. Yeah, because in triathlon you don't know how to actually go all out on the bike right. until you ride with cyclists, and, and then you know how to go all out on the one bike. One of the things that we did, we haven't done it this year. Um, last year we had we used to have this group ride that went out towards the. Um, uh, I guess it's basically west of here towards. It's called like Vancouver Lake, and uh, and we do this ride where we actually like hammer each other and then we we kind of have like a sprint finish and stuff and that's one of those rides where we would do that once a week and i would just like go to the well pretty much no matter what like you you know you're pushing really hard on the bike and i haven't done that at all this year so maybe that's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons i'm not in great shape but it felt fun to be (laughs) to be on the bike and be like oh i'm kind of giving it what i have so my time wasn't great you know i'm not in great shape um i'd normally be probably two or three minutes faster over 40k but it was okay it was fine it was good to and see you out there. You ended up placing victorious. Victorious. But tell us the best part. Yeah. The best part of what award did you win? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I have a hat on right now and it's I, uh-huh. it says like PDX Triathlon. Oh, it's yeah, pretty but nice. There, like but it. there, but there was like, a plaque that you won, didn't oh, you? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I did. Um, so, the, I, so when you win, you get a couple things, which I, Evan and I assume. So we'll talk to, about Evan's race in a minute. But, uh, you know, you get this picture frame, which is kind of a weird award but it was um and it says like <laughs> you know uh, pdx triathlon it's got a picture of like mount hood which is you know the mountain in the area and it's just beautiful picture and it says uh you know i looked at it and i didn't look at it until like the afternoon and it said first place female overall yeah <laughs> first place <laughs> champion female <laughs> something like that and i was like i was like i just laughed i think your pants were too tight <laughs> <laughs> yeah it could be could be you know and uh i was like well maybe I, you know I don't know how that worked they out. They gave you the wrong flag. They, they grabbed well, the wrong flag. So, <laughs> so That's awesome. they have these like bags of awards because you also get like a beer and you get like a loaf of bread and you get... That bread is really good too. It's stage yeah, bread, yeah, which I like. Great. Yeah. And then what else? You get a couple other little things, right? A glass. It, you get a cool glass. I got a pint glass or whatever. A bunch of little gift oh, certificates, yeah. 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 I don't know if I got gifts. That was just in yours, I guess. But yeah, uh, sorry. So, you get, so you get some nice little awards and you know they have all these bags up there. And, you know, of course I want one with beer in it because, you know, that's who I am. (laughs) And, uh, and so I think they were just like, okay, this one, here you go. You know? And I think that they had some poor, some poor lady has like first place male overall. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who you are, but you've got my little, got my little, 
my little you frame. Got my bag. That was a funny <laughs> picture. Bag. I, I had an audible snicker when oh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, so I did take a picture of that with the my what I what I call my victory beer, and uh, and then I you know posted it to Instagram, and my Instagram is at. Matt underscore Legrand. So you guys can find it mm-hmm. and you can laugh at my photo as well. Uh, champion female. Champion Matt Legrand. Female. Matthew Legrand. Legrand. <laughs> champion of the aqua bike. Yeah. So it was nice. it was fun. I had a I had a good time. Yeah. It was insanely hot. I mean it was it probably like it, it was probably warm. like ninety five degrees. I kept on telling myself it wasn't warm and then once the race was done, I was like, okay, it's now warm. It's it warm. is warm. <laughs> yeah, it was it was hot, especially afterwards. Yeah. So during the race it was I mean it was okay. It was warm, but it, it, it wasn't like overwhelmingly hot during the race, but yeah. Yeah. So Evan, how how is your Let's hear about your race? Do you want to talk about the race? Did well. I, I I'm bad at strategizing for duathlons. That's what I right. found out yesterday. Well, yeah. How do you even race a duathlon? Yeah. We need a comment on here. Somebody who does duathlons. Well, tell me oh. how you're actually supposed to race I that. Would, yeah, I would love to hear that yeah. too because you like, know, there's some from, people that are good from like at an duathlons. actual expert. Yeah. I mean, I I know a few people who they'll put kind of their A races into duathlons, right. and they're good. I mean, they're really fast at it, but. I don't know. I went out fast in the 5K. I was like, this is what you're supposed to do, right? Just go all out the entire time. And looking back, probably should have saved something. But I don't know. For an Olympic distance, I think that's what I'd do. Yeah. I mean, because like we were just talking about before, and Lance made a good point, that the duathlon, the only difference between a duathlon and a triathlon is the duathlon, your heart rate's spiking a lot quicker. Yeah. So your heart rate's basically high the entire race. Which I think I think you go hard on the first 5K. Yeah. And then, uh, my, my, my game plan was to win the race on the 5K and the bike. So well, I, my guess is that if you look at your heart rate data from the entire day, that you're you're very high on the five k, and then it drops on the bike. Yeah, because even if you're pulling away from people, you're pretty you, comfortable. On you're going to steady yeah. out on the yeah. bike. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then your your heart rate's probably going to spike on the ten k, but maybe not quite as high as the five k. Yeah, I just I don't know if you looked at that data. I basically you, you made sure I I, I don't race to data. Rate, yeah. Yeah, I, well, I, yeah, I I basically race to to time and speed. There, but you should keep it for historical. I need to actually. I really should have. <laughs> looking at heart rate would have been a smart thing to do yesterday. Well, but, or or yeah. just for fun to look at it afterwards to be like, what, see what I was sitting at during the 10k. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I bet you. I bet by the time you got to the 10k, it was pretty mellow. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I definitely during that second half, that 5k mellowed out on the on the last on the last run there. Um, definitely found out that like it's weird leading into the bike because me being not a super strong swimmer, I have never in my oh. life gotten on the bike and been like all right well what do i do now right. yeah so. so nobody to chase you just had to yeah it was me and um a guy named uh, nathan what how do you pronounce his last name i don't know i don't know what his last name so is. so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it for a second he's a new guy to the area um historically a great fast triathlete does a lot of long distance iron man stuff uh races for a team called every man jack which okay. any triathlete listening to this you probably know yeah. probably seen them on the podium at every iron man race right. you've ever done yeah. i you close your eyes and pick an american yeah. iron man and they're on the podium right. that is the best amateur team in the world so yeah it's a pretty big group of people and they're they're um amateur but they have a pretty nice sponsorship. Yeah, I'm putting deal. I'm putting amateur in quotes here because they have guys on that team They're that smoke good. pros, yeah. like that absolutely kill pro, the professional fields. It's an excellent team for yeah. sure. So that guy was was chasing you. Yeah, so he ran with you in the five k. He, he like. ran with me on the five k, which after the race talking to him, I don't think he knew how to pace a duathlon either because yeah, he kept sure. on saying he was waiting for me to slow down, and I kept on saying that I was waiting for him to slow down. Oh, so okay, okay. I think it was one of those and. We got on the bike. He stayed with me for maybe four or five miles, and I decided I was going to put out a hard ten-minute segment and just dropped him. So where was that? Was it so the, right? Right once we hit the wind. 
Um, once you get get along the river and hit the okay. wind after that okay. first out and back, it's yeah. a pr- it's a pretty bike course. I'll try I'll try to oh, make. An awesome I'm gonna try and put ever. some video together of some of that stuff, maybe because um, mm-hmm. it's a pretty bike course. You're kind of along the Columbia River, yeah, on the Oregon side, and uh, I mean you've got like Mount Hood in the background. You've got oh, some yeah. pretty stuff, and um, I mean it was it's just a beautiful bike ride. It it, yeah. it just is, and it's fun because it's flat. Yeah, it's flat, but what I like about it is the wind will play a factor. Oh yeah, so that first half of the bike, if you like, I really pushed through that first half of the bike so okay. that I could kind of settle in the second half. The last time you did this course, you, uh, didn't exactly do this course. No, no, I, I added a <laughs> little added bit of time. A little bit. It's amazing how fast you can go when you, <laughs> when you like hit all the turns. Yeah. yeah. When, when you make all the turns, like you can fly. It's, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. So Evan, did you have the fastest bike split then? Yeah. By, by, by a decent margin. Yeah, by a couple minutes. Yeah. I, so. I'm pretty happy with my bike my, my bike fitness I, I don't think i've ever been this fast on the bike so it kind of came around quickly because three weeks it came, ago it definitely came yeah, around quick three weeks yeah. ago you you know i wouldn't say that you're i was definitely the, not at the same level on the right bike, yeah and i think it's just those those team long rides with the yeah. cycling team the yeah. long welcome, rides help Evan, you're welcome. absolutely <laughs> really i'm gonna i'm gonna thank lance and the entire dial cycling team for this but but yeah, for me, it was just for four straight weeks i just focused on all right we're putting in at least 12 hours a week on the bike and it's gonna wow. be hard stuff so yeah yeah and then that it, 10K what was, just... What was your 40K bike split? Uh, fif- It was like high 58s. I think the race okay. had me at 59 flat. Okay. Yeah. 25.3 miles an hour. Yeah. Okay. I bet you could go faster too. Because oh, I if mean, I come out of the water, I'm going a minute too faster than yeah, that. Because yeah. your heart rate's so high coming off that 5K. Yeah. yeah. Well, and plus when you're in the lead, you don't have quite the urgency to be yeah. like, I need to... I, need I just kind of settled into a pace, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was... Uh, do athletes are fun but hard. Great training days. Anybody who wants to like... Become a faster run biker. Just start throwing duathlons in your training. Yeah. Great training tool. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do something similar where I'd do like for just for workout, like a 5K hard-ish and then hour on the bike, and like usually like the rollers and then 5K hard, try to negative split from the previous 5K. That's just as a good workout. workout, That's a great workout. And I would do that kind of in the spring kind of, you know, prior to some of this stuff and it, you know, your legs kind of get that, yeah. that, you know, harsh bounce off. Exactly. The bike. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds so. like a great workout, especially yeah. if you drop the running component. Yeah. My- <laughs> <True>. <laughs> you have that. How about What's walk? This? Yes. Walk a 5k or ride, ride a cyclocross bike for a 5k, jump yeah. on your road bike, jump back on the cyclocross bike. That's kind of wow. like running. Yeah, that's, not a, that's a good idea. <laughs> all right. All right. So Lance. plus you, you, you won the race overall. Yeah. I yeah. was, I've, I've never led a race wire to wire. So that was fun. Yeah. And well, the yeah. first mile you didn't lead. I think that's true. Well, I we looked, were trading. Le- oh, you're right. He was, he wasn't in front of me. I think he might've just gone out hard on that race. He wasn't in front of me. He looked like he was a little ahead of you. And I was like, Oh, interesting. I know. And then right? on, the bike, yeah. on the bike, he was, you know, he was on your, you he was on my tail there. Yeah. Pretty close. He was. Yeah. So draft legal. No, 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 no. no. Okay, so he was just kind of like sitting yeah, in there. I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I did not have a review mirror, but you know, was, there's that stuff goes on, but that's okay. Yeah. I think, I think he's, he's been racing long enough. He I think he was better. I think he was far enough back to where it was okay. But yeah. Yeah. He Once might, you get into that might, race, there's this legal draft zone, which is what it's, it's like 10 the biggest feet. gray zone of all time. <laughs> yeah. So it's 10 feet in, in reality, you're getting a draft benefit, like really all the way all, up to all like the 20 way to, feet. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard up to 30 feet. Yeah. You get a draft so, benefit. So you really, I mean, if everybody had, in if biking, takes advantage of it. If you're biking yeah. with some, like if I was biking with Evan, who's significantly faster than me and I could get in his legal draft zone, which would be that 10 feet back, yeah. I'd be all over You get it. there. Yep. And that's that in my mind, everybody that's, does that's that. Fair game. Everybody does that. So yeah. Kind of like the equivalent of a sticky bottle or yes. Yeah. That's a very good example. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. There's, there's definitely like, 
I know for, for me, so being somebody who I like to ride at the front, it's my responsibility then when I pass somebody to make sure that that pass sticks. So yeah, yeah. that's why I don't like when strong cyclists will complain a ton about it. Cause it's like, Hey, if you don't like the rule, then you drop the guy. Drop don't, him. don't sit there and complain about it. You drop him when you got so the chance. You put in a hard 10 minutes. Yeah. When, when was that? You said on the, with the wind, was that going right? west so, or east? So, so right when we're going west, or no, uh, east, right? Okay. So, wait, 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 no, west, west. It's when, it's when we're coming back on. Coming back towards the, okay. Towards I airport s- way. I yeah. saw you guys and you were still close. Yeah. When I was heading out. Once we hit that back. little overpass, you know, that, yep. that little overpass right before it flattens out. Yeah. I put out, I don't have a power meter, so I'm going to pretend. I put out a 750 watt yeah. effort. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, doesn't, doesn't <laughs> make up the numbers. Put out a 1200 watt effort yeah. at that. No, I have no idea, but I really hammered up that so and just settled that's in. It's really 20 minutes or, or less, 15 yeah. to 20 minutes left in the race. I also, so, or I, the, I also cheated part. and asked the lead moto. So the lead moto was riding next to me for a second. Okay. He pulls up and I kind of look over at him. I'm like, how far back do you think he is? Yeah. He kind of looks back. He's like, I don't know. He's looking pretty small back there. I was like, that's uh, also not yeah. allowed. I'm not allowed to ask him that. <laughs> he's, really? he's not, he's, they're, they're not allowed to give you splits, no. Really? I didn't that's, know that rule. I've heard people say that, that in triathlon, you're not allowed to get splits unless you're in a professional field. Oh, wow. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, because in Kona, they'll they'll give the guy splits. Yeah. yeah but yeah, no, yeah. I, I've heard in amateur field, you're not allowed to get splits. That's a weird rule. You can't talk to the motos. I was oh. talking to the guy a bunch, mm. but yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a... I'm okay mm. with it, yeah. All right, let's report him. Oh. Let's see if we can get his <laughs> uh, let's get his, get uh, his victory his victory expunged. Yeah. Suspended and for and the also the, season, the yeah. frame that he has, you know, we'll get that. We got to remove that we from his possession, it. and yeah. I'll probably it'll probably come over my way. Actually, because, with yeah. with the seat posts just slipping down a little bit, and if, if Specialized wants to give me a new frame, that'd be great. Your, your so. seat post is slipping. Yeah, it's time to get that warranted. Okay, my, I've, my 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 seat post is not epoxy. You're, put, you're putting the carbon carbon paste stuff. On yeah. It. Yeah. Just not staying. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll get that fixture soon. Okay. Yeah. Just got to make it through the rest of the season with it. Oh, man. Yeah. It's okay. Lance, Lance how was your weekend, buddy? My week was uh, perfect. Or, or it was good. No. Or <laughs> I need new adjectives, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I put in like uh, 20 hours on a bike last week, wow. which was which was good. Um I did some short track racing, I did some gravel riding, and I did some big riding. So what do you want to hear about? All of it. The St. Helens ride again? <laughs> I did, did. Did the awesome ride again? Yes, yeah. I did that uh, big St. Helens ride. I got an invite the night before. Um, there was just five of us, um, all teammates. It was it was kind of odd. We all showed up, and it was four doctors in, uh, in oh. John Hatfield. It was all doctors. <laughs> honorary PhD It was the honorary. Yeah. That's right. He must have had it, but... The PhD, right? Yeah, yeah it or was MD another. Or whatever, yeah. It was 86 miles and 9,000 feet of vertical that day, and it was it was a good day. So. Lance has turned into a climber over here. Uh, you know, that's what Dr. Myers keeps telling me, is if you want to be a better climber, you got to go out and climb more, and uh, <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate it. Well, the going down's fun. You, Yes, I, I actually I rode all the climbs much faster than we did it three weeks ago Jeez. or whatever good. it was. Yeah, good. so so that was good. Did that group stay together? Um, for the most part, we yeah. stayed together. Um, uh, Hatfield and uh, Doctor Hanel both um, dropped us on the first climb. Um, me and Mike, and we had a guy uh, Kirk Wong, who's yeah. an orthopedic surgeon. Yep, he's, yep. he's not on the team, but great guy. So he was out there with us too, and they dropped us on the first climb, but we caught him on the descent, and then I don't know. I I feel better the last 
40 miles than I do the first 50 miles. That's for what some you did reason. last time too. Yeah. yeah, you did the same thing last time. So I ended up dropping them all on the <laughs> final two <laughs> bombs away <laughs> descents, and then yeah, so it was all good. So, but it was it was a good time. They were good guys to ride with. I'd I'd do it again. There were a lot of different team things that went on this week, so everybody was kind of spread out yeah, a little yeah. bit, but. I was glad I was able to do that. So that was fun. And I missed your short track last week because I was out of town. So you won again? I did. Wow. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does that mean that you might have won this whole series? Um, you got to be right or there. To, or, or is there more racing? Series or? wraps there's, up tonight. There's one race tonight. Oh, oh no pressure. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And in our division, category okay. two, men's 40 to 49, dialed cycling has wrapped up the podium. So... It's, it's that's a podium it's a wrap. It's a wrap yeah. on so, the podium. So we're basically right. going to the Champs Elysees. We we have the yellow jersey yeah. on the podium. So um, right now, Mike Hamness could beat me for the series championship. Okay. okay. If he wins the race, and I place worse than twelfth. Okay. So you just need to stay. You need to stay. <laughs> you gotta stay I just upright. Gotta stay upright. upright. Yeah. Uh, but don't. Yeah. But don't yeah. go into the race thinking no. I gotta stay upright. Yeah. Right. Everybody, oh, everybody this is where you talk race right strategy. Now, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm excited for tonight's race. It sh- it should be fun. There's a little less pressure tonight, but of course I want to try to win the race again. But it's a fun atmosphere tonight. Yeah. In general, yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. And and I didn't I didn't take off at the start. I, um, me and Mike and Chris all kind of separated, and there was another guy from, from another team who has only been to a race or two, and the. Five of us kind of pulled away, and then... That's nice. Yeah. yeah. And then about lap three, I, um, Mike Hamness, that's right. He dropped his chain again oh. uh, in a bumpy spot. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I got around everybody, and then I gapped them, so I kind of won going away from them, So which was... Which was fun. Yeah. There you go. So it's we're going to start to sound like a, an elitist podcasting group because all three of us <laughs> won this, this week. We're trying. We, we're trying. We got to start having bad races I have, again. Yeah. Do you remember when we were having bad races That's and we right. were so much more relatable? We got to start sucking again. <laughs> I'll fully offset all of that. For <laughs> <you guys. laughs> well, this is rare that because there was that time period where like Jake was just killing it. Oh, just yeah. absolutely killing it. And we were not killing no, it. That's true. Yeah, so it was it was a great race. It was a lot of fun. So tonight, the big series finale, and we've got four or five guys that are battling for championships or yeah. podium spots yeah, in on different the team, categories. Yeah, in different categories. So, do, do they do anything fun to like wrap it up? On yeah, the last? yeah. They um, what they do is once the final race is over, they need uh, an hour or more to tally the tally before they do the podiums for the series. So they do a big relay race. They do a a short track relay race. And you don't do the whole course. You only do the motocross track part. So it's only like a two-minute lap. And they're 10-person teams. And you only do one lap. And you have to have at least three juniors or three women on your team. Yeah. And so, and I think dialed cycling, we have enough that we're, yeah, yeah, we're doing two teams. Two teams. teams. We, yeah. put we two have teams some in. really strong females yeah. and juniors, so that's almost not fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, yeah that's the best part of the yeah. dialed team is gonna, it's like juniors and females. We'll do okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We did that we last have, year, and it was a blast. Was, I really had a fun time, and it was fun because every time somebody would go out on our team, they would come back and they would give like a head count of how many people they passed, you know, because we wanted oh, to do well. Yeah, so yeah. everybody's come back in, and it was just, it was fun watching everybody cheer each other on and go out there and hammer. 
So it's all, it's all for fun, and it's you know it's it's just a good time. But it it gives us this relay race to do with teams, yeah. Bef- while they tally cool. everything, so that's we're looking forward to that tonight. So it should be fun. Yeah, and you're gonna win that category, and you're gonna get bumped up next year, aren't you? Um, yeah, I really well, should be racing the next yeah. category up, and yeah. so should. Mike and so should Chris. All three to, of us. I need to have all you guys be racing threes by next road season, so I can have. <laughs> right. So I want to have a nice little threes team. We can all have fun together. Yeah. So you guys are going to be in the uh, forty-five plus Cat One, yeah, which is just basically one tier below the the elite, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'll be That's racing with you guys in that category yeah, too. So pro- will you be, you turn forty-five next year? Yes, I'm race age forty-five next year. Gosh <laughs> dang it! Does that mean I have to give the bike back? <laughs> no. <laughs> How about this? To make it fair, Jake has to ride his road bike. Jake on this has to ride his road bike. On. Yeah, there'll yeah. be there'll be a contingent of us We're, out there. There's going to be a pile of us in that category, yeah. so should be fun. Yeah, I'm yes. really bummed out that I didn't get to race the uh, the Cat One Under Forty Five um, series. I would have raced with Hayden Weirman this yeah. year, which would have been a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna age and out of that one. He's in second place for the yeah. series, and, and he didn't even race the whole series. No, there. he started his first season was in Cat Two, yeah, Cat Two, and, and then won the first two races. So yeah. he moved himself up. Yeah, I think he's still like in the top ten or something like that. Yeah. The, the the points there, so. We should do like an inner dialed race, like an inner bike dialed race, and it has to be like over thirty versus under thirty, <laughs> and see where we're. I'd be very scared of the over thirty oh, group. Would, I, I think I, they would crush us. Well, not us. What is over thirty? Matt, how old do you think you are? Matt's going to join us next year, aren't you? Going to be I'll in the forty twenty nine track? I'm excited about turning forty. Yeah, yeah. Master's next year. Matt's yep. turning twenty nine next year. Apparently, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Stay in my twenties forever. Anything else, Lance? Um, you know, I did some other. Gravel adventures this week on my gravel bike. I thought and I saw something on yeah. Instagram somewhere. Did I, you do I, the same route? I didn't. Before, no, or? I went to a different spot, just trying to find new spots to check out. I went to the Gifford Pinchot uh, Forest. Um, oh, nice. North of Yakult. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So okay. a little closer to Vancouver instead of out in the gorge. And um, a lot emptier roads. Okay. Uh, nobody out. Nobody really out there. I, it, you know. Fantastic cell coverage the it, entire way. Nope, mm-hmm. no, no cell coverage at all. <laughs> Actually, got stung on my face by a bee uh, in the middle, and my face had all swelled up. Oh by no! The time oh, I <laughs> so, um, is that up there yeah. by Rainbow Falls? It's by Sunset Falls. Or Sunset Falls, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. it ended up at Sunset Falls. Gotcha. Yeah. Usually when I see your cool rides on Strava, I always like hit the map, and then I zoom out to figure out where the hell That's actually are. exactly where what I do, too. Yeah. Yeah. Where is it's this? It's like, oh, where Idaho. Okay, that's where Lance was. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, Good more times. reasons to hate Mr. Lance Romance. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> glorious, glorious. <laughs> oh, That's enough of me. Jake? Um... Yeah, I uh, I actually snuck away, and um, I, I didn't want to completely ruin my fam- family summer vacation. So we had all these great um, camping trips scheduled, and we had to cancel a couple of them. But there was one that was still on there that we thought we could get done. And uh, I, I went ahead and, and took a, a stab at doing some tent camping, even though um, I really wasn't worth much. So we uh, loaded up the truck, and by say, saying we, I'm referring to my wife. <laughs> she did the bulk <laughs> of the work. And then um, we drove down to um, Lake Odell, and it's about, gosh, I don't know, it's like hour, 
west of Bend and about like an hour and a half east of Eugene. It's down there in the Deschutes National Forest, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And uh, by saying we drove down there, my wife drove down there. And then uh, we, we got down there and we, we set up the campsite. And by we, I mean my, my wife and my daughter. <laughs> and I, I pretty much, for the bulk of the weekend, just sat in a, uh, like a little camping chair you know, next in our campsite and just kind of hung out and watched the kids play and, and um, went out and spent way too much money on a, this crazy um, air mattress pad thingy that's like super high tech and it was actually pretty comfortable. <laughs> have to like adopt that for sleep on that anyway. Yeah, and you know, spent more time setting up my sleeping arrangements just so I could try and get some sleep and be somewhat comfortable. But we did that, and that was a lot of fun. And we actually ended up coming home a day early because they uh, on the website said something to the effect of having nice uh, bathroom facilities. And we, oh. we mistakenly took that as like, okay, they've got like flushing toilets and sinks and showers and all that other stuff, and. Um, that's synonymous for them with pit toilets, and that was about it. So, <laughs> so no showers. Yeah, why, my wife doesn't like pit toilets at all, but we'll, we'll do it. But usually when we've got that kind of a, a setup with our kids, we limit it for two nights, so we came home a day early. Um, and then um, aside from that, uh, went to a couple doctor's appointments, went to an MRI appointment for my shoulder, should have some more information this week, hopefully. And, yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't too exciting. So, yeah, fingers mm-hmm. crossed. And, I think we get the MRI report on Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, so I'll be back in to see Evan, and he'll kind of know what's going on. Fingers crossed. Here we go. Yep. This is, <laughs> this is the a, push to get Jake back on the bike. Yep. Yeah. Did you bring a camera on your camping trip? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Took some pictures of the kids playing in the the lake and just stuff around the campfire. Was did you post them, post them anywhere? A couple, yeah. Post nice. them up on the old Instagrams and a few up on the Facebook or the, the book face. The book face, yes. <laughs> <laughs> your Instagram is um, MTB Jake or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's MTB underscore Jake. Okay, gotcha. And yeah. I do have one error and omission thing oh. to bring up for myself. Oh, I'm sure <laughs> I was listening this. to our uh, last podcast, like I do, um, before I was doing editing stuff. I'm like, oh, Mr. John Declan Culp did not ride for AG2R. Not that you guys care, but no. he was actually on the Argos Shimano, Argos Shimano. team. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I should have caught that. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's on me, and, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was kind of one of those things, too, because I was really like following that team. And that was when Marcel Kittle first came on the yep. scene. Yep. And uh, they were riding. They were on um, the same team together for a little bit there. Yeah, and yeah. Felt was their bicycle sponsor. And I've yeah. got a ton of friends that work at Felt, all the way from the, the owner oh, and, and CEO, awesome. all the way down to all engineers and designers and all that other fun stuff. So I really followed that team closely. And I just yeah. wanted to put that out there that that's who he rode for. So, Well, while we're talking about that, should we talk about the hot seat question that Evan was like? He, I think he <laughs> last week, I think it was last week, he was like, hey, when is Garen Thomas going to explode? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is that, is that yeah. what your question was? Yes. Yes, it was. Uh, so let's just let's go to where, where when I said he would blow up, okay. which is exactly when he did not blow up, but <laughs> was the 65 kilometer yeah. stage yeah. with what like 60 percent climbing through yeah. the whole yeah. stage. I was thinking he's not going to make it through that day. There's yeah. no way. And, and the guy's I, never survived an entire Grand Tour at that level, yeah. and he did, and, and he dominated. I think I agreed with you, and I was like, no, Froome's going to shine. This is where he's going to go, and he's going to yeah. pull, pull the trigger and. and yeah, nope. in fr- in, in Froome's defense, so and I know I know we're like now cascading down into like talking about the tour a little bit too much. <laughs> oh, but okay. in Froome's defense, the guy just won the Giro. No, yep, like nobody these days does the Giro to tour back to back. The last guy to do it was Panatani, and as we all know, that yeah. Does anyone named Tom Dumoulin have? Has he done that recently? It you know, like yeah. He, I mean, he's seems he seemed somehow pulled it off and looked okay. There's there's two guys in this era that would be able to win back to back, and it's Tom mm-hmm. or Chris Froome would be the only two that could do it. Yeah, but. It's, that was um, 
Yeah, errors and omissions, maybe. I don't know. We that was tough to predict. <laughs> predictions for sure. are t- well, errors and omissions. We could go down every prediction we made for. I mean, sure. there was a <laughs> day where it. was it was it me? No, no, no. Me and Lance said Lance said Nibbly, and I said who ran. And the next day they're both they're out both of the out. race. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> and I picked Froome, and I think you were close yeah. with Froome. And I think well, in this since the last podcast too, yeah. I well we were talking. Well, I talked about Dan Martin. That was Dan Martin. And he yeah. actually did Not well. On, he did. Yeah. He did well on that stage. I mean, he had yeah. some ups and downs and bumps. And I knew that he was. I just I like him. I think he's a good guy. He's a great. Yeah. yeah. But have, have you guys noticed that we've been predicting things, or we will talk about things, and all of a sudden other things will kind of happen that will be loosely related? Because like I was talking about bike handling. We were talking about that as part of our injury prevention. Yeah. And who did I use an ex- as an example? Yeah. As Peter never Zach. crashes because of his oh, stellar yes. bike handling. Yes. Yes. And next, we day. talked about it on Monday, and it got posted on Wednesday. And, and literally, like as we were posting it, he's crashing his yeah, bike. Right. I'm like, I know. oh jeez, we're like the kiss of death for these guys. We need to <laughs> not tour yeah. predictions. We need to make them very like loose. It's got to be like we're not making <laughs> firm predictions here for the record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we just talked about you know Lance tapering a little bit, and he'll he'll finally win that race, and he tapers a little bit, and he goes and he up wins. and dominates. Yeah. And Lance <laughs> is talking about how he nearly gets hit by a car and locks up his brakes and like next week later I get creeps. Yes, so. yeah. We're so. only good at like local predictions. <laughs> yeah. International predictions we're terrible just, at. <laughs> just putting it out there. Just be careful when you listen to this podcast yes. of what might actually come to <laughs> fruition. So all right. All right. Well let's let's go ahead and um, start our first little segment here. Well wait, Jake. Didn't you throw your leg over a bike this last week, too? What? Oh, mm-hmm. I sure did. I'm what? looking at the I bike right over here. <laughs> it's like the lightest trainer bike I've ever seen. You know, it, it's, <laughs> yeah, it was one of those things where I, I, I'm getting ready to start back in. I kind of got fully like released to ride the trainer, and mm-hmm. um, Sean Martin, who was with me, kind of got his, uh, his okay to start doing some stuff as well. And uh, sent Sean a text. Hey, I'm thinking about getting on the trainer. How are you feeling? What's going on with you? And then he's like, you know what? I, I, I think I'm ready to do a light spin as well. I'm like, hey, why don't you come up here? And we'll, we'll come no. into my... Uh, Did he really? Yeah, we'll come into That's my office awesome. and we'll, yeah. we'll, I'll set up a, a spot next to you. Lance had uh, let me borrow a bike. And so I had an extra bike up here. Um, you know, he was super generous and Michael Myers was super generous to let me borrow a bike that actually worked with my trainer because it's 11 speed and Lance is 10 speed. So I had a, a portable trainer that I set up, put Sean on it and... Um, the two of us did uh, actually end up riding for an hour on Zwift. Yeah. Wow. And it was our first ride since we uh, got taken out. So we were the last ones to ride together. And we were the first ones to ride together. And it was just kind of neat and poetic for us to kind of kick things That's off and cool. start up again. So I saw Sean's son, Nels. Nels, yeah. And he was, I just saw him like just climbing, like just back and forth on Lackamas yeah. Lane, which is yep. this really big hill, like right next to where we are doing yep. this podcast. And I was like, that guy's going to be awesome. And like, Three, that, three weeks from at now, that he's going to be age to have that amount of discipline. Right. Be like, I'm going to go do hill repeats. Yeah. I think what probably, kid does he's hill probably repeats? like 14, 15. Yeah, it's exactly where he's at. So and, um, good for him. I'm just, I, I, I see him so all the time him. too. And oh, really? Okay. Just when I was going to my uh, a doctor's appointment or something like that the other day, we're driving out. My wife's driving me, and there's Nels riding his bike out here doing some hills. I mean, I, I just rolled down my window and I was like, "Do you want me to turn my music up for you?" Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just climbing, and I was like, yeah. "I'm so proud of you." God, go look at go look on Strava though. He's okay. starting to get cups. Oh, really? He's starting to get on the leaderboards, and the yeah. he's still young. So, it's gonna be a beast. oh my gosh, yeah, so. it's gonna be amazing. That kid's gonna be him. going on that St. Helens ride with us in like two years, and is just gonna tear our yep. legs off. <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna, yeah. it's pretty cool because I mean, he just got into cycling last year, or, yeah, or something about like that. that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it was just cool because his dad's an unbelievable cyclist, and uh, it's cool to see him kind of get the bug. Yeah, it's fun watching the next next generation definitely come up yeah. and yeah get uh, inspired so fun stuff good job Nils 
Okay, so our segment. Um, we're going to discuss some famous cycling quotes, You know, some of them that we love, some that we might hate, why we like them, and, and kind of what the meanings are to us. So just going to kind of kick this around the table. And for those of you out there listening, we have a list of probably, I don't know, what about 12 or 15 different quotes here. And there might be some more that we're going to add to this as well. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let – who wants to start here? Evan, you want to start? Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to pick we're, on Evan first. We're going to get very philosophical here. Like <laughs> sure. this, is, this is our philosophical so, section. Yeah. Um, so here, general rule with quotes for me, and I know my, my, my little brother will occasionally listen to this podcast, so he'll okay. find this funny, but uh, my little brother has a very passionate opinion about quotes and any life advice. He hates all of them. Right. <laughs> he's very, like, my little brother's very engineer-based in how he thinks, right. so he's very much just get the job done, no emotion. Yeah. Which, unfortunately, I've adopted some of that, which if, any, sure. if anybody's watched me train, I train very emotionless. It's very like, you just get the hours in, you don't think about it. Do the work. But yeah. Nico has this quote. I'm not sure if he's the one who made up this quote, but he says, if you need quotes to get through the day, you already lost. That, and he actually Start wrote that, that down today. and yeah. put it on my desk one day because I think yeah. I mentioned a quote to him and he was so offended that I would mention a quote to him because I, I like some quotes. And he was so like mad about that. He was like, I love it. It's like, if you need a quote, you already lost. <laughs> like it's done. So does that mean we just need to move on to the next topic? <laughs> no, because because I like quotes. Okay. So, so we're right. going to keep this. This is not Nico's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's Evan's. Nico, Nico can sit at home and be like, Evan, you're ridiculous. I don't care. There are a couple quotes I like. But I just thought that was funny because as soon as I saw this from you, Jake, I just thought of him immediately. I was That's like, oh, funny. I was like, I'm going to love this. And he would hate that so much. <laughs> But I'll, I'll, I'll just mention two here. Sure. Neither one's on here. But my first one's from Eddie Merckx. I think everybody has okay. it like... This was, I was going to bring the same thing up, yeah. right? Because there's another Eddie Merckx quote. And I was like, I think that... that I was thinking about it. I was like, what is this quote? Every, the other one. Every yeah. good cyclist has like... Probably has, has heard this one from Merckx. Merckx had some really good quotes. Sure. And yeah. he says them in that Belgian, like very simple, just like tough sort of way, which I love. It's like the core and heart of cycling. But... My favorite one from Eddie Merckx is, it never gets easier, you just get faster. Yeah. That was always my favorite from him. And that's the God-honest truth right there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah right. absolutely. The sport never gets... And that's why I think it's such a good sport to bring everybody together, because you know that person at STP who takes you know 15 hours to finish the race is suffering just as hard as that person who did right. it in 10 hours. Yep. There's that same yeah. equal experience, which I think is great. Um, and then one that... So the, this is considered an anonymous quote, but I know it was made famous. Roger, Roger Bannister referenced this quote quite a few times. It was, I think, Matt, you probably have heard it, the Lion and Gazelle quote. Oh, yeah. I, do. yeah. I actually love that one. Yeah. This is, uh, and people can roll their eyes. I, I've never gotten a tattoo and probably never will, but I've joked with my friends. If I was ever to get this a tattoo, it would be this. It yeah. would be this quote. It's, every morning in Africa, a gazelle wakes up. It knows it must run faster than the fastest lion or it will be killed. Every morning a lion wakes up, it knows it must outrun the slowest gazelle or it will starve to death. No matter if you're a gazelle or a lion, when the sun comes up, you better be running, which yeah. I think is a running quote is great. Yeah. I love that one. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. You could just be change one hell of that. a tattoo, man. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's going to be a script across whole, my whole back. Whole back piece. <laughs> but yeah, those are, those are my two right there. Excellent. I like it. Do you ever apply that to life in general, or do you? Uh, when do I wake up, I run. That's about it. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 not living in Africa in the backwoods, so yeah, right. my life's a whole lot easier than that. Okay, how about you, Matt? Well, okay, so the other Eddie Merckx quote that was on our list here is "Don't buy upgrades, ride upgrades." So I mean, oh, I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's just oh. like 
Was that what you were doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's over there. It's because, because we have uh, upgrades. Like. Because I'm terrible at riding up hills, and yeah. if I want to ride faster up hills, I need to ride more hills. Well, I just think, yeah. it, you know, I, I mean, especially in triathlon, you have a lot oh, of God, purchasing God. power. There's a, yeah. You know, um, and and also on the triathlete side, they're not famous for like crushing hills, right? No. So no, it's it's for me, it's just like. I mean, I don't know. I have these conversations with, uh, typically it's with new cyclists and I'm just like, I think once you start cycling more, you start just going to look for hills. Like, you know, yeah. you start to love the hill, you know, you love going to find hills. And They're so, so stronger cyclists, the majority yeah. of my rides, like even if I kind of want to just be like, let me just go grab an hour. Like it's always like, well, let me go find some hills or whatever and, and climb them. Yeah. And even if it's like hot or cold or whatever it is, but, um, and then, and I can definitely, I'm such a, a gear head person. Like I love like all the tech stuff and, all the junk. And so I, I definitely need to remind myself like, no, don't, you don't need to buy upgrades. Just go, go climb some hills. Yeah, and have just ride faster. Hills. Push the yeah. pedals harder. And it doesn't yeah. matter what kind of bike you have. You could have the biggest turd right. of a bike ever. Absolutely. And yep. as long as you're turning those cranks over, resistance is resistance. Power does not change. You're yeah. just not going to go as fast. But if you're out there just by yourself, Climbing upgrades, yeah. you're gonna yeah. get stronger. You're gonna, and that's gonna equate to you going yeah. faster. And so. let's and let's be honest. Who who are you more impressed by in the group? The dude riding oh. the old steel bike, hanging dude. in a fast oh, yeah. group, or the guy on the twelve thousand dollar bike? Now, don't right. get me wrong. I want to be the guy on the twelve thousand dollar bike because that's a nice <laughs> bike, and I like riding nice bikes. But everybody's more looking at the who's this guy on the fifteen, yeah. sixteen year old bike right now? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and and I think we should all like appreciate it, like. Go mm-hmm. ride, go ride an old bike because it's fun. And they should do races of like down tube shifting races, right? you like, know, like like uh, races where you're only allowed to be on like a steel bike. <laughs> yeah, but I think I mean the the technology hasn't advanced that much, right? Like you're pushing on mm-hmm. pedals, it's connected to a chain, the chain's connected to your rear cassette. Like that's yeah. I mean, yep. whether you're on that, you know. $15,000 bike, yeah. you know, or, or the, the, 19, the bike, 1982, yeah. you know, like nine speed down tube shifter. Like you're, yeah. you know, the technology's not that far off. Hey, the record up Alpe d'Huez was set in the late nineties and it's still there. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think, you know, it's, it's like, you're, you're not like getting like that much lost through the drivetrain, I think with the new technology or as long old as technology. It's a clean bike, yeah. But yeah, I think, I think it's super fun to ride those old bikes. You do appreciate the newer bikes better because I feel like they're more comfortable. And, and then also you enjoy riding the old bike because it's super fun to be on like a classic bike. Yeah. So yeah. I think we should do some sort of yeah. classic bike event. That'd be fun. That'd be, be fun. Yeah. yeah. A part of that too, I always liken that to training and I always liken that, that quote to just going out and kind of like cutting your teeth on getting stronger and faster as a cyclist. And it's funny that people will go out and they'll, and they'll ride and they'll, they'll see that they're not quite as fast as everybody else. And they think that getting up that hill faster is about buying a nicer bike. And sometimes, I mean, it, it does have some merit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, yeah. there's even like the little videos that you can watch on GCN and, and they'll, they'll compare they'll the, the super bike to the like, you know, $800 bike that they bought off of Craigslist. And, and you can see some of the differences, but mm-hmm. a, a lot of it is don't, don't concern yourself with spending, what is it like? You spend almost a thousand or $1,200 per pound you drop off of a bike. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, you right. know, to get that. And then seriously, that's about what it is. I mean, if you want to make your bike go from 18, 19 pounds to like 12 or 13 pounds, you're going to spend about $1,000 per pound to, yeah. to drop that down. And it's not necessarily about that. That's not going to be what's going to make you faster. I mean, you might be able to go drop five pounds off your bike and, and it might help you minutely. But if you go out and train and get stronger and change your body composition, sure. that's where you're going to make your gains. Yeah. Go ride upgrades. Long-term Don't buy brains. upgrades. You're, yeah. you're not going to be able to buy speed. You're not going to be able to buy yourself getting to that hill top faster 
go right up it and do it over and over and over again. And, and with yeah. time, that will happen. And, th- and then you get the faster bike, and then you're unbeatable. Oh, there exactly. You go. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. So. No, to play devil's advocate on that, I, I have found that when I pick up a new bike, um, I have, my motivation goes up. That, to that's right. Yes, that's I, I would 100% agree. And with I that. actually like think about that. I'm thinking to myself, like in recent years, I'm like, oh, if I pick up a new road mm-hmm. bike, I'm gonna want to ride it more. And there's there's yeah. some value to that. That's yeah. not necessarily like I was I was just or whatever. I was just telling Lance before this, so I just got di two. Yeah, that was. I'm like excited to ride my. T- I've uh, never I, been excited to ride my time trial bike. Like I love riding my road bikes. Yeah. That's my core. Is like cycling. I love the road bike. I am excited to get on my time trial bike with DI2. Anybody like who doesn't have DI2 yet, just if you're able to get it, it's so incredible. Especially on a time trial bike. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I think some of these upgrades are, in my opinion, they seem like they're more comfort upgrades, right? Like DI2 yeah. doesn't make you faster. No, but, no, it's but just it's so, well, it's so nice. Well, I, I mean, yeah, you can shift. I don't shift know. That's, that shifting, shifting is so yeah. smooth. Spe- I mean, like, yeah. that's just like, boom, or, boom. or if you're, if you're not dropping a chain, then yeah, you're faster. That's because, true. Yeah. But, but still for the most part, I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm thinking of friends of ours or whatever they're on, like uh, maybe a hand me down bike or whatever. And it just doesn't fit them well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking to myself like, ah, would, I really do want this person to upgrade their bike. You know, obviously it's when it's time. I do think you can get like a very affordable bike yep. and you can, you can do absolutely marvelous oh, yeah. on an affordable bike, but fit and stuff like that and comfort. I think that those are worthwhile upgrades. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that makes sense. That's I'm just definitely, you know, yeah. and, and all of us have multiple bikes and are into it. So it's, it's kind of a little bit of the pot calling kettle yeah. black. Yes. Any other quotes in there that you like, Matt? Oh any, yeah. Anything else I you mean, dig I, on? I love, pick one more. I love all of these. Um, so there's another one. The bicycle is the noblest invention of mankind. And that just, to me, just thinks, you know, you think about it and you're like, wow. I mean, it's a bold it's, statement. It's yeah. a super bold statement, and uh, and I love like the the thought process of just like, yep, this this invention that was, I guess, probably what two hundred years ago. I don't know how long ago was the bike invented. For one hundred and fifty two. That is years an interesting ago? point, and we are still riding and enjoying it. I mean, yeah, yeah. and it, and then you think to yourself, you're like, yes, being out on the bike is just such an amazing experience, and it has just all of these, you know global effects of just being like, yeah, you're not, you're not on this, you know, diesel, you know, engine or whatever it is, you know, and you're not polluting, you know, the atmosphere. It's just like, there's just so so many good things about biking. So, so so here's a quiz for Matt. Okay. You just picked that quote from William Uh, Sarayan. Sarayan, Nobel prize winner. I don't know. You're going to ask me me when. Give me one fact about William Sarayan. I I don't know who (laughs) What's the he was what, a, he get a, what did he get a Nobel Prize for? That is a good... I believe it was for... He, he was a novelist, a playwriter, and a short story writer who wrote... I, I don't recognize any of these. My Heart's in the Highlands, The Time of Your Life, My Name is Aran, and The Human Comedy. <laughs> he was also a Pulitzer Prize winner for drama. Wow. Yeah. Who liked to bike, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting There's one cool thing yeah. about him. Yeah. 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 The, oh, yeah, the only cool thing about <laughs> no, him was I rode bikes. Yeah. <laughs> It's a cool quote for sure. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Lance? Um, my first quote that I want to share comes from uh, the 18-year-old Darby Hepler. Nice. Oh. Hey. oh. <laughs> nice. And it's, where's dad? <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that being? <laughs> He's on his bike He's on his again. bike. Without <laughs> being romantic on his bike. <laughs> okay. Now that was just funny. Um <laughs> The one quote that that uh, that is in direct opposition to the first one sure. Matt shared sure. is an anonymous quote, and it's 
you can't buy happiness, but you can buy a bicycle. Yeah, I love and that. And that's one. pretty close. <laughs> I love that one. I love that quote. Yeah. I uh, I clearly have a bicycle buying problem. I think <laughs> I think it's I think, a good problem though. I, I got to problem. see this problem in person actually. <laughs> did you see it? And it is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Evan did walk into my garage. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, three bikes week. short now, but yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. But do you feel more motivated? You know, you get a new bike and you're like, I'm going to ride this Every thing. time. <laughs> yeah. That's well, why yeah. I've been riding that This guy's gravel. been riding 20 hours a week. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been riding that gravel bike, you know, once a week. And I've got all these mountain bike races I'm doing yeah. and these road yeah. bike races that I'm doing. And I'm like, I want to ride that gravel bike. Yeah. I just bought it. And it's so yeah. much fun. Yeah. So. yeah. The other thing is sometimes I, I think about this with computers sometimes where I'm like, oh, you know, I have this really nice computer. And then I think, and then, and people kind of like give me like remarks or whatever. And I'm like, Hey, how much did you pay for your car? And yeah. I'm like, Hey, how much more time do I spend on this computer than I spend in a car? Right. Like, yeah. Pretty much like doesn't even compare. Yeah. Right. Every, like, everybody's got that thing that they want to spend money and, on. And Lance yeah. is, yeah. Lance is spending some serious time on the bike. So yeah. it's, it's nice. There's a, an adage that somebody gave me once and, and it was basically put your pension where your passion is. Yeah. And, yep. and I, yep. you, you think about that for a second, you're like, yeah, I'm right. gonna do that because it makes me happy. You think of yeah, think of all the times that you've gotten a new bike. How freaking happy are you? And how much do you want to go ride your bike? Yep. Yeah. How many people do you know who were saddened or like a little bit melancholy about getting a new bike? Nobody. It right. just doesn't happen, and it gets people out there and it gets them excited. And and I'm all about that, 100 percent about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely like, I mean, when we're when we're digging into these quotes a little bit deeper, too, you think about what a bike actually means when you purchase that. That means you're making a commitment to also a new group of people uh-huh. right if you want to i mean there's there's the the cycling community is very social we, we talk about that all the time on here and sometimes it's a bunch of weird people coming together to be social so if you're a weird <laughs> right. person out there just go buy a bike and then you get to hang out with all the weirdos in the, in <laughs> the, the, the weirdo. you know with the, the the onesies riding on the side of the road it's yeah. actually a fun group of people yeah. and then also you're out there being healthier you're i mean we talk about this in today's world like yeah. what's what's the the curse of today's westernizing world is being less active than yeah. our previous generations yep. that that leads me to the second quote mm. that i really liked and it's from arthur conan doyle the british author yeah um and it's when the spirits are low when the day appears dark when work becomes monotonous when hope hardly seems worth having just mount a bicycle and go out for a spin down the road without thought on anything but the ride you are taking. That's my favorite quote on that list. That's that's the best quote on that list. Seriously, think about all yeah. the times that you've been in you know, a crappy mood or just things are all sideways or like, you know, life feels like it's crumbling in on you. Like for me, it's it's saved me sometimes yeah. in my past. I've had some like really trying times and I get on a bike and I go out and I just forget about everything. And it changes my disposition, and I come back. I'm like, you know what? I can do this. And you basically pull yourself up by your bootstraps because you got on that bike, and you go out there and you fight the world, and you come out on top. Yeah. And it, it's just one of those things for me that has been spectacular. I think I think that's the greatest thing about endurance sports is that it's not. And I think this is where people get lost in endurance sports is we're always thinking about the results of what you're doing in this right. endurance sports. But I know Lance has brought this up in in your life and the successes that you've had in your life. Would you have been able to achieve the same successes? I know you talked about the balance was tough, but without having ever done endurance sports, I I, I don't think so. I, I mm-hmm. think the the people that that gravitate towards endurance sports or sports in general know how to suffer mm-hmm. and know how to delay gratification for something that will yes. come in the future. Yeah, without knowing how to do those two things, it's difficult to really 
have major success without yeah. a lot of luck. Exactly. I mean, yeah. everything that you've done in your career was not something that happened in two weeks of awesome planning. No. You know, it was... It was 15 years of yeah. toil. Waking yeah. up every Long single morning and doing the same thing out, yeah. again and again yeah. at a high level. And yeah. And now I have too many bikes. There you go. That's that's <laughs> the, You just got to wake up super early, work long days, and you can have a lot of bikes. <laughs> so my, my wife asked me a question, actually, this morning as I was leaving because we were talking about these rides I've been doing. And she, and she says, how how do you stay motivated? Ooh, I like how do this. you stay motivated? Because she wants to ride with me, but she like refuses to because she thinks I'm just going to, I can't, I won't be able to take it easy mm-hmm. and let her kind of ride with me. And so she's like, I want to get out and ride more. You know, why don't you ask your buddies down there at the podcast, how <laughs> they stay motivated? I like that <laughs> question. Okay. Jake, go ahead. Uh, that's a really good question because, I mean, you'll go through – I I've been consistent with my training for, you know, well over a decade, and, and, and that's a really good question. And it comes back to some of these things that we've already touched on. It keeps me grounded. I need yep. it. And it's like that yes. – it's like what – and I know that not everybody drinks coffee, but why do you get them to drink a cup of coffee every morning? Because it tastes good. You like the way that it makes you feel. It kind of perks you up a little bit, and it Get just is a great. Going. It gets your day going, mm-hmm. and that's for cycling for me. That that's kind of synonymous with a cup of coffee, you know. So, yeah. and for me too, there's a lot of camaraderie. There's a, there's a social component to it. There's a um, you know overcoming like you know, like certain goals. Like if you want to, you kind of put this time or this number out there, or this this event out there, like overcoming the the training process to get there and actually seeing yourself realize mm-hmm. a goal too is a big thing for me as well. Yeah, yeah, I. I this is definitely a hard one for me because this particular season I haven't had like the Ironman, you know, carrot in front of me. Yeah. And like, you can just tell like performance is down, like injuries are up, like just not a great season. And so one particular like motivating factor is that fear of an A race or whatever it is. So in your case, Jake, it's like accomplishing this goal or whatever it is. And if you, for me, if if I don't have that, I'm still going to go, do the, some of the minimum stuff. Like I'm still probably going to do a little bit of exercise each day because that's my coffee, right? Where it's like, that's Mm -hmm. my, like, I need to pick me up. I need a break from work or programming or whatever, but for real hardcore motivation, you know, nothing's more (laughs) motivating than just the fear of a race that's coming up. More to come here soon on Matt's recovery into next year. Sure. You know, and that's what we're talking about. I've definitely talked about it with my wife too, where it's like, yeah, you know, just kind of, you know, I'm going through the motions or whatever this year, weights up and things like that. And it's kind of like, you know, I know if I put something out there for next year, it, it'll, it, you know, I'll be scared enough to train. Yeah. So yeah. another thing to, to speak to that too, you don't know how much you love it and how much you miss it until somebody takes Good. it away from yeah. you. Yeah. It's been ripped out of my life. I mean, literally yeah. in a snap of a finger, it was taken yeah. away from me and I won't be able to, to do what I love for a long time. And it, I, I don't know how long it's going to be before I can actually be myself. And yeah. It, it really sucks when and this and this is where I'll make I'll make a general note to the medical community here too because I know I've, I've I've seen this with Jake and I've seen it with a lot of the patients that I have. Unfortunately, when I have to treat endurance athletes, it's when they're in this stage that Jake is yeah, at now, right. and it's for for me it's I don't like hearing when medical providers or just people talking to their friends try to tell somebody they're like, well, this sport's like beating you up. Like, why, why do you want to go back to it? You shouldn't like, like yeah. Jake, you yeah. shouldn't get on a bike again yeah, or like a few times or, yeah. Hey, you've had three stress fractures in the last five years. You shouldn't run again. Yeah. And I don't think people realize what that means. Like you're not just saying, Hey Jake, stay safe. Don't ride a bike. You're taking away a massive part of Jake's identity, a part of right. what he, yeah. what, right. what makes Jake, Jake. So 
I don't think people on the outside looking in who aren't in these sports understand what that actually means to somebody. Mm-hmm. It would be the same thing would be like, well, what do you like doing? Well, I like going camping and fishing with my kids on the weekend. Okay. Don't do that anymore. Yeah. The end. Like yeah. just like, don't do that anymore. And that'd be very hard for your typical person to sue. But I think that would show like, okay, this, this means a lot to right. this person. This is their social health, yeah. everything, you know, it's yeah. mental health, mental health, I mean, yeah. physical That's health. Yeah. 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 And, and I've had athletes that I've coached that have had to take season off because of injuries. And I do think when they come back, they're hungrier for it and they appreciate it a little bit more, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and it's the stress fracture you mentioned is kind of like the classic example. It's like, yeah. okay, well there's, you know, six weeks off. And I, I think in some ways it's I, Jake, I shouldn't even say this with you around. I think it's good for them because I think like, <laughs> I'm scared of Jake next year. Well, I'm, just, I'm scared of Jake now for next year. It's just this whole, like, I want them to appreciate running. Right. Like I, I don't want like you, Jake, you always appreciated biking. Um, but a lot of my runners don't appreciate running at all. They right. do it because their parents make them or they're part of the team and they feel like they have to be there or whatever. And they're happy to just go like, you know, not pay attention to this stupid old coach or whatever it is that they're, you know, they have to listen to this guy drone on, but then they have stress fracture and then they can't race or they can't run or whatever. And they're like, I miss Wait it. A second. Yeah. 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 Miss That's an that. aha moment for sure. I am having a, a fantastic summer on the bike. I really am. Yeah. But look at me nine months yeah, ago. Yeah. Right. Perfect we example. Right, right. Yeah. back not too long ago. Yeah, I was out for six months. Yeah, I didn't ride for six months. That was a long time. And and when I could finally get back on the bike and ride again, man, my motivation was insane. Yeah, that time yeah. off the bike for you created a monster. Yeah, I know. This is why I'm saying I'm terrified <laughs> so of terrified Jake and Lance Jake. now. <laughs> Once Jake's gonna go through what Lance just went through over the next nine months, and then we're gonna have Jake and Lance are hammering, <laughs> well, yeah, and I'm gonna be like Jake's tired. Jake's a much better <laughs> athlete than I am, so it's gonna I'm be trouble. way worse with I'm gonna Jake. be getting dropped off our group rides here. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but it, it'll be fun, and hopefully we can all inspire each other just to get out there and be safe and strong. Um, yeah. yeah. Good gonna, one, good one. Like Thank you, Brandy. I'm going to toss, yeah. toss in one more thing for, for that quote, too. I love how it talks about, like, Lance Lance was big on that you just get up each morning and do it. So I'm not sure if I had told you guys this, but in my parents' house, now it's been years since I lived in my parents' house, but they have this unfinished basement in Ohio. I'm not sure if I ever mentioned this to you guys. I have a picture of this unfinished basement that's six nets into my bed uh-huh. right next to my Lance Armstrong poster. <laughs> and... It's, and it's this unfinished, really like almost out of like a torture scene sort of looking basement, not a safe looking place with one, no lie, little one light bulb that lights the whole room. It puts its lotion on the skin. That is, yes, yeah. it is that basement. Right. So, oh boy. So me and <laughs> a, a couple team. of my friends, we, we call it the pain cave. Everybody's yeah. got their pain cave, but this is especially pain cavey because it used to not have a TV and had an old style radio. So we would just listen to the radio on this super old looking radio. Tune in the <laughs> dial, yeah. Yeah. And we used to not have pads. They recently put in pads, but it was just a stone floor. We had a treadmill, a trainer, and a bench. And that was it in this basement. <laughs> and we called it the cave. And what you did every single morning was whether you were swimming or doing whatever, especially during the cold winters in Ohio, you went down there and you suffered for a long time every single day. It was like the least glorious thing you could possibly see. <laughs> but I think at least in me, and I know all of us have that story of what builds your yeah. consistency in the sport. To answer your you know, wife's question, yeah, it yeah. was for me, it was knowing that doing that every single day was making me better. I didn't know in what way it was making me better. And people ask like, why do you go into that basement for three hours and stare at a wall and ride your bike? It's like, I don't know, but something in me is telling me that this is making me better. So you are a crazy person. 
that probably explains a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's why you're a beast. It's why you had the fastest bike split yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's we still like have that old radio, yeah. by the way. I need oh, to bring you? that to okay. Washington. I miss <laughs> oh, yeah. that radio. You gotta take a picture of this little setup. This the, the picture oh, of the Lance I'm gonna poster. take a picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I'll take yeah. a picture <laughs> of the cave. I'm thinking black and white with very like high contrast. My, like, like already picturing what it's gonna. My be. my dad when he's back in town from St. Louis, okay. he he has a nice camera. He'll take he's taking some nice pictures of that basement. They've never considered finishing it either. Just a puddle a puddle of sweat on the floor. That's usually what it is. Like squeegee it off later and then just go. Tough times. (laughs) Any other uh, quotes you like there, Lance? Um, The only other one that I should bring up is from uh, Johan Musso, a Belgian cyclist. And he said, crashing is part of cycling as crying is part of love. I, I, I like that quote. It's... It I've, I've never so cried over love. So I'm much, Lance Romance. You're Lance Romance. It sounded so much better coming from Lance. That yes. wouldn't have sounded good coming from me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Why do you like it, Matt? Um, I don't. It, it's like just tragic kind of sounding. <laughs> Correct. And that's, and that's why I like it. I mean, I I despise the idea of a bike crash. Like, oh. I There's mean, going to be some suffering. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I but, always tell everybody it's not if, but when. Right. It's an so, adage for life. Yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things where I just think to myself, like, yeah, but I just I just stay upright today, every day. I'm like, just stay upright. Just don't crash. Like whatever you're doing out there, don't crash. But there is some inevitability to it, and uh, yeah. So it's funny because I, I I don't think I crash a lot, and then I right. start to like look back. I'm like, well, I mean, if you look at the sheer volume of hours and miles I've put in, I That's don't. True. But then like Pretty I start percentage. to like <laughs> I, I start making a list of like all the things that I've broken or torn right. or wrecked or all that other stuff. I'm like, huh. It it, it it happens and it adds up over the course of time. I never thought I'd be that guy that was going to have this laundry list of like I broke this and I broke this and I broke that and and, and I'm starting to turn into that guy. But it, it happens and it's just a part of the sport. You can't be scared by it. You can't mm-hmm. like change who you are or your your passion for the sport because of it. You just got to go out there and do your thing. No, it's gonna happen at some point in time. And you know what? You'll heal up and you'll always get better. I shouldn't have brought it up because we just had this whole conversation about motivation and the <laughs> happiness cycling yeah. brings you. And then I talk about but cycling. Cycling is life, man. That's that, yeah, that's man. just like endurance sports. There, there's going to be those super happy. I'm riding my bike moments and there's going to be the super not happy. I'm laying on the ground moments. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope that this isn't one of those bad omen statements too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not out riding. Let's, so I don't have to worry about a blanket me. statement. We are making no predictions. We are making no, there's not uh, any yeah. prediction being made right now. Yeah. Knocking on wood again. <laughs> anything that happens okay. a week outside of this, it, that, that doesn't count. <laughs> so between now and next week, if anything happens, oh, gosh. Oh. All right, I've got a couple as well, so I'll run through those real quick. Um, the first one, too, from James E. Stars, and I kind of already alluded to this, and I think it's a good one. Uh, melancholy is incompatible with bicycling. Yeah. And we've kind of already touched on that. And I really honestly would love to see more people on the face of this planet who are in a bad way, who are cranky, or that motorist that's sitting behind the, the wheel of a car screaming at cyclists for no reason, go jump on a bike, because you know what? It's going to make you a happier person. Yeah, It really is, and it's going to change your disposition, and it really could affect your entire life. Just give it a shot. If you've, if you, you're probably not listening to this podcast, whoever that's this true. person is, but <laughs> chances are one of you out there know that person. We could start talking about like something that everybody would like, and then we can just start slipping it yeah. in, you know? Yeah, I'm just hoping that there's a little bit of a butterfly effect from some of the things that we talk about here, because I really do think a lot of people could benefit from not only cycling, but running and swimming and yep. triathlon, Absolutely. the whole yeah. gamut. Yeah. You know, just right. get involved, use your body. Your body was meant to be used, and it's going to mm-hmm. make you a happier person on the whole. I used to tell so. people that if I was ever to run for president, don't vote for me because I'm terrible. 
with anything politics, but <laughs> I would just institute if everybody moved to 5K every day, yeah, just be a better country, yeah, in general, absolutely. yeah, everybody would be too tired to be mean to each other. And I just think, like, you know, the medication that's involved with like the you know ridiculous amounts of things that people are taking to alter moods and things like that, yeah, try 5K, yeah, yeah. go go push yourself in something, yeah. could be biking, that'll suck for a couple of weeks, and then it'll be awesome after that, yeah, there you go, yeah. I yeah. think, I think humans are supposed to hurt and humans are supposed to sweat yeah. if you're not doing those things. Eh, consider trying, you know. Yeah, right. It's a good Pres- point. Prescribe yeah. some endorphins. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and not to mention the fact too that when you do get out there in the community, whatever community it might be, if it's just running, if it's triathlon or cycling or a mixture of all of the above, the people on the whole are the best people on the planet. They're the the nicest, oh, most yeah. caring, giving, well positioned people that I've yeah. met, and I wouldn't trade that for anything. And I yeah. think those. Uh, that, that says something yeah. by virtue of what it is that we do and the way that we take care of ourselves and the way that we're invested in what we do, yeah. it, it speaks volumes. And, and every human being has the ability to, to tap into that. I know um, recently we've been getting a lot of uh, scripts in the clinic for conditioning, which is, you uh-huh. know, a doctor will prescribe somebody who's obese, um, yep. physical therapy for conditioning, yep. which anybody who complains that on, that now obesity can be a diagnosis needs to think about it. That's actually great for the medical field. Because now you can begin to treat obesity. Right. Before yeah. it was just something that somebody was, you could not prescribe something for obesity. So since that was made a disease, I actually think that's great because now you can be prescribed conditioning for it. And I've seen some people come into our clinic for it and there's nothing, like working with endurance athletes is definitely my passion. But what I realized recently was the most rewarding thing was seeing some of those people get over the massive fear right. that is going into a place where they know they're gonna have to be working out and facing somebody like, like I know what I look like to those people. Sure. I'm not a not intimidating person to them in that sense. Yeah. I'm super skinny. And yeah. now granted to a bodybuilder, I'm not an intimidating person, but to somebody trying to lose weight, I am a very lean, tall guy. Yeah. And them coming up to me and saying, Hey, I, I, I want to start doing this. And then showing them showing up once a week and doing the stuff I tell them to do at home takes bravery. And I think is awesome. Yeah. So you know, when we talk about getting people into these endurance sports, anybody, this is not a rare breed of people. I'm looking at three not that special people here at this table. None of us are LeBron James. Like this is, we, all four of us would be considered not super athletic at other sports. Outside, Jake was a good baseball player. Yeah. Me, not no, anything. No. So yeah, that was, these sports do not require like major gifts sure. just to start. So yeah. Yeah. we all very well could have been that person that was at the doctor to get that prescription. Yes, to come yeah. in to see absolutely. You. All, and, and, yeah. Yeah. It, it, if I didn't have endurance sports, I've told people this. Anybody who watches how much I eat. I would weigh 400 pounds. Yeah. There's no, I, I would be getting that script and I'd be coming in understanding exactly what they're going through, yeah. which is tough. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, we got philosophical there. It's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, and I just think the, the key takeaway, it's like, it's doable. You, it is doable. You can yeah. do this. Anybody yeah. can get on so. a bike. Yep. Yep. Yeah. A funny thing with that too is, uh, I, I think my wife even understands this one <laughs> um, because I, you know, we, we all have our moments, you know, I, we're, we're all happy, jovial people here, but uh, we all get a little cranky from time to time. And my wife will literally kick me out of the house and tell me, Go ride your bike <laughs> 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 and talk to me when you get back because she knows I'm in a better better attitude. I'll have a better attitude when I get back. And um, that is a script directly from your wife. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Take this and go take it to the pharmacist <laughs> and go ride. Yeah. So that <laughs> the bike medication. that bike yeah. definitely is an attitude adjustment for me from time to time. Sorry, I'm over here. It's been two months since this accident. Tomorrow will mark the, the like the two month anniversary, and two I just months. picked another damn blackberry bush thorn out of my leg. Did you? Oh my! <laughs> your body's months. like slowly working yeah. those things out. I, I'm just like I. 
felt like the, the, the side of my leg, and Maybe I feel a bump, the... and I look down there, and I'm like, sure enough, there's another one of those little jackals. That's got to be why you're sleeping still is, <laughs> is rough. Maybe your system just like working that stuff out, and it's working overtime no. still. Yeah, just, you need to miss that bush. <laughs> I needed to miss a lot of things that day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, here's another good one, too. Um, let's see here. From Bill Nye, the science guy. Oh, he that's that one out too, yeah. <laughs> Bicycling is a big part of the future. It has to be. There's something wrong with the society that drives a car to work out in a gym. <laughs> I love that. I love that one. God. Oh, that's just. Funny. And I drive to swim, I, so I can't I even. Know. I can't. I think about this all the time when I'm like, I, I drive drove to, work to swim either. practice. Yeah. <laughs> I have like three or four bikes I could have just stopped yeah. on. Yeah. 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 Most gyms are probably nice places, and there's there's a, a lot of good that can come from gyms, and I highly recommend it, but there are like yeah. certain ones where you drive to, and like, what am I doing in here with all these other guys that are just a bunch of meatheads making grunting noises, and everything's been touched and sweated on. It's kind of, you know, bacterial-laden kind of yeah. stuff, and I'm like, I could just go out and ride my bike and, yeah. and do my workout. That's that's even where I'll, I'll say, I know this could be controversial because I know a lot of people don't like this, but I've grown an appreciation for CrossFit recently. Now, I do not do CrossFit myself. Yeah. I know that's shocking for anybody yeah. at this table. I do not do <laughs> CrossFit. But I've, I have I have a good friend who does. She does, she does it professionally. Yeah. And just get to know these athletes. They're these people that come from that gym environment. Yep. But now they're becoming more dynamic and yep. they're going outside. They're doing these crazy workouts yep. where they'll just take sandbags yep. and run up hills. Yeah. And it's like... I yeah. love it. It's, it's taken that meathead. And it's like, hey, we're going to make this a functional athlete yes. now. I've always likened that to like the Rocky workouts. So, yes, um, exactly. It's, it's, I love it. We I used to it. do that kind of stuff back in the day when that was my jam and, and that was yeah. what my profession was. But um, that's why I gravitate towards places like Movement Revolution where yep. our friend Robbie Halterman has his training facility. That's his, yeah. And it's just an open space and yep. it's just super functional stuff. Like you walk in, you don't see gym equipment in there. No. You see stuff like kettlebells and medicine balls and you see yeah. some, some racks where you can go in there and do like pull-ups and You've got this uh, turf, like this beautiful turf space where you can get in there and get really dynamic with your movements. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're doing stuff like uh, a little bit of yoga, maybe some Pilates. And it's just a mixture of all this great functional stuff. And the environment is great. And oh, yeah. I, I, I would drive my car to that kind of a place. But um, the other stuff, I, I yeah. Robbie's Robbie's gym makes me happy as a physical therapist. Like as a physical therapist, I see that place. I'm like, I'm so glad these places exist. And and that's the kind of place where I walk into and like, all right, that put a smile on my face. I want to be here. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, and and even those 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 (laughs) CrossFit gyms, they too, they just have like a great environment around them. Like, you don't see that in the gym. I hate when people talk about they're like, oh, I go to the gym and just put in my headphones and don't talk to me. It's like, what? What do you do? Like. Right. What are you, some like hermit? Like, is yeah, this right. just going to get on the bench and not talk to people for well, three sets and go home? Yeah, like, yeah. And that, that's, what is it, that? I, I understand. It's, I get it. Like, you know, you put the music on, you're blasting your stuff, and you push through some yeah. sets. There's, I think there's something to be yeah. said for that. But, but the part that I think is missing is that we're all social human yes. beings. Right. And like cycling, we know like, oh, you go cycle as a group. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Same thing. And I think probably that's part of the draw to CrossFit, right? Where it's like, you know, we always joke around about, oh, you know, how do you know someone does CrossFit? They'll tell they you. Yeah. Tell you. <laughs> tell you. So, yeah. So it's just like, I think it's the social interaction that, yeah. that makes it that much more them, addictive. Them and triathletes yeah. probably have a lot in common. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So. Well, there's a bunch of other great ones on here. Maybe we can just like from time to time pull there's a, a few of them out. Yeah. Totally yeah just we do like a out. daily quote. Yeah, we do a cool okay. little daily quote. Yeah. Dig into something like that. Yeah. That could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Be a good um, hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Um, we can title it after <laughs> Nico too. It could be like Nico's daily quote. This one's for you, Nico. Yeah. More quotes for Nico. I'll put this one on. I'm going to text this one to you in the morning in quotes too. All right. Well, let's, 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 
close out our last topic before we get into our um, one last thing with a little bit of a wrap-up on the Tour de France, boys. Um, any closing s- thoughts on that thing? It's so sad when it's over, isn't it? Yes. It's I, always like it's, when I July de- ends. this morning. I know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. what am I supposed to watch today? Like, <laughs> you guys are taking the wind out of my sails here. I know. You're, you're talking to the Jake. guy that can't <laughs> freaking sleep, and I'm up at like 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, well, at least there's the tour. Let me Jake's got to watch old coffee. tours uh, now. Uh, <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> so, the Vuelta's yeah. right around the corner, man. Maybe Don't that's worry. That's why I didn't sleep. Is, it, is it three weeks of the Vuelta or four? four. Oh, uh, Errors, no missions. I'm going to say four. Errors, okay. okay. no so, missions. Yeah. They usually right. don't uh, televise that like on NBC it's Sports. So find. how do you find like the Vuelta? Do you have to go Does online? Does NBC or? Sports not have it? There's a cycling package that you can get that carries oh, okay. a lot of the, the Steep Hill. And the Steep Hill is how yeah. I usually watch Steep it. Steephill.tv. So you watch it on your computer instead of on your TV? Yeah, I would. Um, I, I just hook it up. Pull I it up, up on the computer and then I'll just stream it or I'll, I'll share yeah. the screen with my laptop yeah. to the, the television. That's usually so, what I do too, so yeah. I can just be on the trainer with it. Yeah. yeah. So I'll probably set up here in the office and uh, put the trainer out in front of it. And there you go. There you'll find me. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, back to TDM. the tour. How do you guys, how happy are you guys to see Garrett Thomas win? I, I'm a big fan of him. I mean, I think there was there was a stage in the Alps where he finished and he was just like, yeah, yeah, no, that was great. I had a blast. And he was like, I still I still think Froomey's the guy or whatever. And he was just so genuine and humble. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, you just dropped the whole field, buddy. Like, yeah. you're the it's best you. writer. Yeah, it's like, you. It was, <laughs> but like his attitude is just fantastic. So I, I think, I might have said this before, but I was like, I think he just won over everyone right. that, that watched that interview or he, whatever. So yeah. it's like that that guy's that really guy's diffused right. a lot of this stigma against Sky and, I think and Chris did, yeah. Froome and the fact that they you know, I think that he kinda came out like kinda smoothed that I'm not gonna say he completely did, but I think yeah. he really smoothed a lot of that stuff out because he's just kind of been a stand up guy and he's beloved by his uh fellow cyclists and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just seems like a great guy. He's yeah, gonna be yeah. a hero in Wales oh, for the rest yeah. of his oh, life, yeah. which is just you fantastic. Know, people still keep on calling him British, which I know <laughs> right. people from Wales. I'm sure hearing that they're like, "Oh, that's terrible." But yeah, let's make sure this podcast says the man He's is Welsh. Welsh. Okay, <laughs> you know it was great too. He had he gave his you know speech on the podium. I don't know if you guys saw I that. Seen it yet? Yeah. <laughs> he gives the speech on the podium. No prepared remarks. You know. Armstrong or Froome, they usually had something. They read something, they read, usually. Read mm-hmm. something or they had something they'd memorized. No, he just walked up there and just kind of spoke from the bottom of his heart. And just classic human, you know, he's thanking all his teammates. And he, he like, forgot one of his teammates. Right. And Dumoulin had to remind him of <laughs> Kiyokowski's <laughs> name or something. Funny. So he's like, Kiyokowski. Yeah. Kind, kind of an important right. teammate. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was so funny. And then... You know, he th- he almost forgets his wife. Then yeah. he thanks his wife, and then he mic drops. On the he podium. dropped the mic. Dropped oh, the I mic gotta watch that now. Yeah. You gotta watch his acceptance speech. It was. I haven't seen it. It was endearing. It just yeah. made you like him even more because yeah. he, he he's wasn't, a very likable guy in the yeah. peloton. Yeah. So. And uh, what w- what I like about him is so, it kind of mirrored to me, and a lot of people do not like this guy, but I loved Brad Wiggins. I absolutely love Brad Wiggins. I know a lot of people said, you know, he was a jerk back in the day and everything, but he was a guy who came from track, great, like was not somebody who they believe was going to be a great Grand Tour cyclist, dropped a bunch of weight, ended up winning the Tour in 2012. Yeah. And I really think that G kind of reflects that. He came from track, was a big guy, yeah. and then ended up winning the Tour. And I just thought that that was cool that on the same team, yeah. Skies figured it out. They take these guys from the track world, from the British, you know, track world, and they develop them into these great Grand Tour and one-day riders even. And yeah. 
I think that I think the other teams Who's need to catch up. The young kid that they have on there right now that was their Leon leader. Bernal. Yeah, Leon mm-hmm. Bernal. That yeah. kid. Watch out for him next. He's twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Leading the tour up the final climbs on the last yeah. couple of days. Yeah. Strong, strong. Kid. Now, so sky's set for some time to come. <laughs> the one thing that I'd like us to talk about here, because we're tech nerds here, I was I mentioned this to Matt. Yeah, we've talked talking about stage 20's time trial. Yeah. So Lotto Jumbo is going into the time trial in great position as a team. They have Rojlich, who's oh, I just butchered that. Rojlich, right? So Everybody want to correct me? Close Primov, Primov, Rojlich, right? So the ski that, jumper, that, just call him yeah. the ski jumper. He's literally been only cycling for what three years? Yeah, I heard somebody say 2012. Comes from yeah. professional it's a ski jumping. Years than that, but yeah, it's only, it's a very very short career. Incredible athlete. So he is going to be coming strong here soon. Uh, Krojcik. Kreutwicks. God, I'm going to butcher his name too. Anybody want to correct me? Go, Jake. Uh, you did better than I That was about it. Okay, so those two guys are Grand Tour contenders. Yeah. They both go into that time trial close. They are putting out similar power to what I really do believe Tom, Froome, and G are putting out. Yeah. At that point in the tour, they get, you know, they lose some time in the time trial. Yeah. People are talking about the setup that Sky, that Pinarello has on their time trial bike could have been the difference there between the Bianchis that Lotto Jumbo was riding there you go. So. and the Pinarellos. Yeah. yeah, definitely think so. I mean, you even look at the positions that they're riding right. in. It's just Froome is a time trialing machine in the position that he's in. And I think a lot of us don't realize that, you know, at that, at that level, it doesn't, I mean, you know, if you save five watts... I mean that's a ton. That's the up. tour. And that's the guy's tour. got that figured out. So well, and Froome lost time trial by one second. That's yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, and he, I mean, I, it's it's not something that you know any of us can just go pick up. But they're doing they're three D printing their aero bars and pads, and it's all the way connected down it's to all the, custom the, yeah. the bullhorns. Yeah. 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 Which you know, I mean, and that's all tested in the wind tunnel, and that's that's a lot of time because anything yeah. on the front of the bike is going to cause the most change to your yeah. CDA numbers, right? Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Coefficient of drag yeah. stuff. Okay. So. In the spirit of time, let me ask oh, you guys yeah, two, two things here real quick, two and things. then we'll move on. Um, the first thing, just real quick, we'll just go around the table. What was your favorite moment from the tour? Um, watching G win the Alpe d'Huez. That was incredible. Yeah. Yes. It was just a, a Watching him speech. pull away there at the end. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, that was just a great moment for me. Okay. How about you, Evan? The stage that Nara Quintana won, because yeah. I know, I know he had a tough tour and i still love that guy yeah. i think he's great he's humble yeah. he's quiet and watching him actually have a stage where he could raise yeah, his arms up was great Went from super great stage to follow that I up know. with like <laughs> wheels fell he looks so good that day he's got so much potential yeah. as just one of the best climbers in the world gotcha. how about you matt uh i love that short stage you know i mean that was super cool let's see i mean uh, and then I think Garen Thomas like sprinted away at the very end of that one. Mm-hmm. And it was just a cool stage. Like it was short. They haven't done a stage like that, that I can think of in my yeah. like recent history. They haven't. The other thing would be the cobble stage was super cool. I mean, there's Deck a lot of carnage yeah. there, yeah. but, um, it was, it was cool to, yeah. to there was out. a lot of commentary on how people were saying that the tour got it right this year with making some of the decisions that they did by breaking things up and yeah. by putting the short stage in there. It was a good recipe this yeah. year. So. So yeah, my favorite thing was Declan Cole Deck for sure. Cole. That that just awesome. watching that boy break down and seeing him like come back from adversity and, and getting hit Serious by a car. <laughs> I, oh, I, yeah. I like that. So yeah. that was good stuff. And then my last question for you boys: Who's gonna win in twenty nineteen? Who? Let's let's leave. Uh, well, let, let's put everybody on the table. Who do you think? Do you think it's gonna be a, a sky repeat? Do you think Froome's gonna come back? Yes. G gonna come back and and be the man now or no? 
I think I think Froome will, will oh. race very differently next year. Yeah. I, I don't think he'll do as many grand tours and he will focus just on the tour and he'll come back ready for it. So you're putting money on Froome? Yeah. Gotcha. Roglic will win. Give really? that guy one more year on a bike. He's already a strong time trialist. Huh. They're going to figure out his time trial position. They're going to figure it out because he was out of position there. Guarantee that he comes back and wins. And he's going to be – he. here's my pick. He's going to win by more than two minutes. He's yeah. going to be strong. Gotcha. Tom Come. Dumoulin. Just because Ooh, I, for one pick. thing, I want, I want to be different than the rest of the group. <laughs> yeah. But also, I don't. I think he was like – he was by himself a lot, whereas Team Sky had four or five people. And he really biked well in that tour. Yeah. And and honestly, like he was second at the um, the Giro, yep. and He's still strong. came back and did you know second here. Like he is a very strong cyclist. Yeah. So that's my pick. <laughs> Jake. Um, not just not in the spirit of time, but copy and paste what Matt just said. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. super <laughs> interesting, right? <laughs> that's exactly to a T what I was going to say. So okay. um, I'm going to go with Dumoulin as well. Okay, good. So me and Lance are the only two original ones here. All right, there we go. <laughs> okay. I haven't you guys can be original, Matt, and I'll be right. I haven't yeah. picked a winner right yet, so yeah. man, whatever. I apologize, Primo. I'm sorry for picking you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one last thing, Lance. You want to start us off? Uh, just a shout out, another shout out to my wife. I've been giving my wife a lot of love lately. Maybe yeah. I should, but yeah, it's, it, it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Young men take notes. Um, she uh, not only has given us uh, some good content for the show, but she she just had an art show. Um, oh no, you gotta yeah, be kidding me! A, cu- a couple weeks ago, she had an art show. Do we have Instagram Vancouver. pictures from it? Um, I might be able to dig some stuff up. Yeah. She's a super talented artist, and she uh, it was part of the Vancouver um, first. Friday or something, and she had twenty or thirty pieces up and sold a couple Ooh. pieces during the show. Hey. And so, twenty or thirty yeah. pieces. Yeah, she's yeah. That's that's what she does. She's yeah. Does she have a particular incredible. style that she goes with? Or? She's she kind of she bounces around a little bit. She yeah. she has a hard time finding what she likes because she just loves to paint and draw. Find and something that yeah, inspires her and she runs with it on. So that good. is super anyway. cool. I wish you'd, yeah. Is that the, the show's over at this point? It I is. I wish I had checked it out. I would yeah. love to have gone and brought the kids and shown the, you know, next time. It Give us a little heads up. I'll, Come on. Okay. Sorry. Cool. I will. More heads up next time. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Awesome. Evan, one last thing. Um, I have nationals coming up and that's yeah. really about it. And that's kind of, the focus of my next two weeks and Ol- then Olympic distance nationals in Cleveland, Ohio. Let's go Cleveland. Oh yeah. Let's go Cleveland. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I hope it's not too humid, but I know better. It's going to be humid. Yeah. So, Oh yeah, that's true. Wishing you luck, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say I, um, got to race sort of with Evan yesterday and I had a Ooh. lot of fun. I just had a lot of fun it's hanging so out with fun. you out there. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I had a really good time. I miss, lo- like, I want to just do local races. It's fun yeah, around here. That was we got super, a great group. Super fun, and I had a good time. And um, always thank you, listeners. I do, I mean, it's super cool hearing, like, we're our, our, the numbers of this podcast, like, they're awe-inspiring. Like, I always hear, like, you know, oh, we've got, you know, we're just crossed 40,000. And I'm like, what? This is just absolutely <laughs> crazy. Yeah. So thanks, thanks for every single one of you guys that hit the subscribe button or... Um, comment or or like the video uh, like the uh <laughs> like the podcast yeah yeah videos to come yeah video <laughs> sometime yeah yeah that's uh it, it's awe-inspiring to me too I, I would have been happy with just a couple hundred people saying hey yep. we listened to you yeah <laughs> so and i wanted to say thank you to um to cassie i'm not going to give her the full name because i want to let her keep some of her anonymity but i really appreciate the email that we got from her talking okay. about women's cycling it was a great um 
inspiring conversation point, some conversational points that she brought up and we're going to chat and meet and might even get together to talk about having to come on the podcast to talk a little bit more mm-hmm. about how she got into triathlon, why she's getting into road ride racing and, um, you know, being a woman, like some things that have been in her way. So, yeah. or things that have kind of hung her up a little bit. So yeah. Cassie, we will be talking yeah, soon. We had Kim <laughs> Catherine. That's yeah. We had yeah. Kim Catherine on the podcast, I think about two or three episodes ago and it's cool cause it's generated some good discussion. Yeah. So the women around here are a lot more interesting than the men. Yeah, so absolutely. we probably could use more women. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, my one last thing, and you guys kind of started to touch on it, we are going to start videoing these oh, yeah. uh, podcasts, and they will go up on YouTube, and they will be launched hopefully simultaneously with our podcast, so you can look and see and feel um, how yeah. uh, how things go down here. Ooh, so yeah. getting the uh, the old we'll call it the studio Lance set up. Lance Romance has a has an opening for a makeup artist for that too. <laughs> so I have to wear pants. There's video evidence. <laughs> I have to wear pants. They, and they have to be puffy. So. <laughs> yeah. so, and then just just one more thing here real quick. Dr. Lance Hepler. Lance <laughs> Romance. Lance Romance. International man of mystery, man about town, Lance Romance. Lance no pants. Lance Romance. Last chance. Lance Romance. Lance, Lance Romance in the house. Super genius. Lance Hepler. Lance mm. Romance. Lance Romance. <laughs> Lance Romance. Puffy Pants Lance. Lance. That's my favorite one. <laughs> Lance Romance. Yes. In the house. Y'all are welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a little bit of time in my hand yesterday, and I'm like, I got to do that. I've been wanting that to do that. So awesome. <laughs> oh, no. So thank you, Lance, for being Lance. Yeah, you <laughs> bet. For being Lance Romance. <laughs> that's, that's a thing now. You can't turn it off. <laughs> Again, uh, just to reiterate, you guys can find us on uh, the old book face at uh, Dial Podcast on social media, Instagram platform um, at Dial Podcast. Email us, like Cassie did, any one of our first names at Dial Podcast, or if you can't remember our names, info at Dial Podcast. Give us a shout out. We would love to hear from you. Boys, as always, thank you. You guys are the rock of my my early part of my week, and I love meeting with you. And, and chew mm-hmm. the fat so good times so. always Jake. a pleasure always yep, a pleasure absolutely all right y'all thanks again for checking in bye for now Dr. Lance Hepler, Lance Romance, Lance Romance, international man of mystery, man about town, Lance Romance, Lance no pants, Lance Romance, last chance, Lance Romance, Lance Lance Romance in the house, super genius, Lance Hepler, Lance Mm. Romance, Lance Romance, Lance Romance, puffy pants, Lance, Lance Romance, (laughs) Lance Romance, yes, in the house.